Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 135 of Two Left Thumbs, the weekly gaming podcast that is constantly, constantly fighting against this audio. I'm your host, Puppies, as always, and this week, joining me, hopefully, and can still hear me because audio goes, Christina, hi, we're here, (laughs) how are you doing? (laughs) I'm good, thank you very much, how are you? (laughs) Aside from the audio. (laughs) Oh, I mean, the audio is just like, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to go home now. I'm, I'm packing it in. I'm, I'm just genuinely hoping that, that that's the end of it. And we're okay now. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved and, and I'm okay, I think, for now. We'll see what happens in like 10 minutes when it inevitably cuts out again. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. It'll be fine. We'll, it can be a podcast for people in quiet rooms. Um, so let, let's, let's start with, with the obvious things. Um, for those playing at home, uh, th- who are you and, uh, what do you, what do you do? Okay. So my name is obviously Christina and I'm currently an assistant producer at Skyhawk Games in, over in Liverpool. Um, so essentially I'm a producer in the games industry. Um, before I worked at Skyhawk, I was at PlayStation for just over three years, um, doing QA and stuff there so that was pretty cool um yeah that's why i do <laughs> nice nice um so you've obviously you've, you've been working around games quite a bit you've worked it you've worked on some some quite large titles um jumping from i imagine jumping from qa to to a producer is a, a pretty big leap um so let's 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 walk back a bit how did you how did you get into the games industry start with as qa where did that journey start for you um, so before I started PlayStation, I was I did a games design and development course in college for just two years, I think it was. Um, and after that, I actually went into retail. Um, so I was working at some people pronounce it CEX, some pronounce it SEX, some pronounce it Computer Exchange. So I'll go with that. Um, so yeah, I was working in retail, and then I was working at a games like. Um, company where like the dispatch like um playstation games uh the skylanders and amiibos were really popular at that time as well um so i was doing that and i unfortunately got made redundant from that job um and i was up at i think it was like 1 a.m and there was a job opening for a qa at playstation and i was like well i know a bit about game dev um i don't have the experience but i'm just gonna give it a go anyway um and the next day playstation actually got back to me and offered me an interview and yeah it just went from there which was really cool so yeah that's, that's, 1am that's really, job searches the, the, like that's like real game hour job searches right that's, that's when you're <laughs> up and you're like late sessions like you know what there's this job application i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go for it it'll be fine um yeah. that's really cool what was what was the process kind of getting into like the, the interview and stuff like that i'm i'm not from like the game dev world so i, I work in i work in hospitality um so i feel you on that retail front i, I, I have friends in retail it's it's a nightmare it's stressful. Uh, <laughs> yeah it can be stressful um, yeah. The only good thing though was like because I worked in retail, I gained quite a lot of the skills that you need in QA, which is like communication, teamwork, um, being able to talk to people from like different cultures and companies because you meet everyone from like all sorts of places when you work in retail. You know, you learn 
so many stories people teach you things as well which is kind of cool um so a lot of that like sort of transferred like soft skills you know people skills they all transfer into like a QA role um and it just helps when you've got like a real passion for gaming as well so um yeah I didn't really do anything exciting to get in, into the industry to be honest I just sort of like I was just off at 1am and just went I really want to work a PlayStation so let's go for it <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, it's good to hear because I think, um, I think when, when a lot of people are looking at kind of getting into the gaming industry or, or some kind of faction of the gaming industry, it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty daunting. Like, there's like, you don't know where to start. Um, there's like, like, where do you, like, where do you apply? Like, how do you find these kind of jobs? Yeah. Job ads at 1 a.m. We've got it. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You're just gonna be up at the right time, the right place. Uh, so, yep. so go, going into going into QA, uh, what was what was what were the first what was the first game you worked on, and how was that going in as like brand new to the industry, like not knowing a bit but not a whole lot. You know, you had some educational um, background, but to uh, you know my first the first day of QA was insane. Um, we had like training before we even like set foot on the QA floor. Um, we had training on how to use like software and stuff, which was really cool. Um, and the first, so the, after like the first like two days, I was like, am I gonna be able to do this? This is a lot of information to take in. It was like just daunting because it was my first industry job. You know, it's it was PlayStation. I was just sat there when I got home thinking, can I actually do this? Like, this is a lot of work and you know, this is a lot to learn and, I remember this, this and this but I was like you can do this you know you've worked retail jobs it's not it can't be that stressful so I was just like I'm gonna persevere and then the first week I actually like like officially started I was put on Horizon Zero Dawn and I was I would already played Horizon because I joined for the um the Frozen Wilds DLC so I did a bit of patchwork on the previous game and then moved on to the DLC afterwards and it was just like it was crazy it was like this is my first ever job when you stuck me on a title by guerrilla games like that is like the coolest thing ever so it was really exciting um yeah it yeah that was just it was just a cool week i was just i just went home and was like mom guess what i'm doing she was like oh my god that's so cool so yeah. I mean this that, that, that's a that's a cracker of a game to start on like especially had, yeah. I, I'm assuming you'd be you'd played the game as a fan previously um I had did, yeah. did that yeah did going going into that because I mean QA doing like bug testing and, and lots of playthroughs and stuff like that did did that did that change your view on horizon at all after at all after it, that at all if anything, it probably strengthened the amount of like love I had for that game. I loved it anyway. Um, so after working on it, when you start to like, like bond with the the team over in the studio as well, and you you sort of just like become so immersed in the game and just like the love for it and the community as well. Like when you watch the community and how much they you know they take screenshots, they they do cosplays, fan art, everything. It was just like. It was insane. Um, so yeah, I think I definitely fell way more in love with Horizon than I ever expected I would, which was really cool. So yeah, I think it increases your passion when you work in QA, especially with the title you're on. So yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So um. So what what do you do as someone as someone in QA? Like, what's kind of like the daily kind of work through? Like, what's it like a normal day at work for you? Um. Well. <laughs> so a lot of reports, a lot of finding bugs. Um. One of the things I was told before I went into QA was it can be tedious. Um. And it it is. I won't. I won't lie. It is a little bit tedious. You. You know, you were playing the same levels, same quests, the same areas over and over again. Um, but each time you go into these areas, you find something new. And you find something you maybe haven't seen before. And then you have something new to test or new to try out. Um, which is pretty cool. So, a lot of reports, a lot of taking notes, a lot of bug testing. A lot of communicating between different you know, studios, different people. And different departments as well. Um, I think people forget how closely QA work with different departments like localization and stuff like that. Um, when you've got someone who, a QA tester who really knows the game inside out and you come onto it from like a localization point of view, you've got someone there who can guide you through the entire game and be like, is this supposed to be here? Or is this word supposed to be here? Is this narrative correct? Um, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite a busy day. It's not just the the stereotypical you sit in front of a a computer or a console and play it all day you you really pick apart this game and test it and break it and talk about it as well it's it's weird how a game can sort of like become like a casual everyday thing like you have a community who will talk about it as a game but when you're in a game industry setting it's like this is like your whole life right now so you talk about it as if it's just like, I don't know. It's really weird to explain. It's just, like, it's your life now, your job, so... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it becomes, like, the, 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 the water cooler conversation where it's, like, you know, where are you yeah. on where are you on this bug or where are you stuck on? Yeah. Like, have you have you, have you you broken this again? Um, have you managed to... Because yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, it's a lot of... Once you find something, it's kind of, all right, now we need to kind of recreate this at nauseam so we know what the exact problem is and really narrowing that down mm-hmm. um i can imagine that could be that's probably where the tedious can tediousness can come in that can be quite difficult um how many people do you like have really had, had did you have normally working in, in, a, in a qa team roughly um maybe like it could have been like 30 to 50 people like in like overall in the qa department so um, I don't know. It varied what project you were on, so I couldn't really give you like a number, but yeah, it would just depend. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So, um, <laughs> moving on from Horizon, what what was next? Oh, I, I want to kind of build <laughs> as, as as we go. Um, and just kind of get 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 where you where you, where you've come from. Okay, so there was in between testing days gone i would help out like some other projects and stuff like i was on detroit become human for like a week i think it was like two weeks two weeks i was helping out doing that that was really interesting um it's really fun um quite emotional that game as well which is cool um there's very other various other little projects that i was on and then i got to work with ben studio on days gone and that was awesome it was so cool the only thing that I like, I remember vividly from starting that project was, so I assume quite a lot of people have played Day Gone, Days Gone now anyway, so 
might not be a spoiler, but when you start I off and you're in but the... It, but it's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Not, it's fine. I have it. It's on my PlayStation upstairs. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I just, I'm finding the time because, I mean, it looks like a great game. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And I, I have a bit of a, a bit of a crush on Sam Witwer. Little one. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Yeah, um, so, okay, so you go into a tunnel. I won't even tell you what tunnel it is. Um, you go into a tunnel and you walk past a door. And as Deacon walks past it, it triggers like a freaker to jump out. And so I hadn't like, we hadn't tested the game yet. And we were just starting our first playthrough. And I didn't, I was like, you put me on a game that has like horror elements. And I'm not really like a horror sort of person. I, get scared over like the easiest jump scares ever um and it, i think it just like jumped out and i literally like i was like screaming <laughs> like it wasn't even that scary it was just like a little jump scare um but it was actually really fun to work on and i'm i'm extremely impressed what bend have done since then um it was really cool and i really love deacon as well so i was i was really happy with that and boozer as well boozer's a great guy yeah, it was a good game. It was really fun to work on. Um, and yeah, you should definitely play it. <laughs> no, no bias yeah, at all. <laughs> no bias. She works on the game. Look, play it. It's fine. I no bias whatsoever. This this is cool. It's it's all right. So we, we we go for unbiased opinions here on the on this podcast. So I'm I'm, I'm well I'm very welcoming of that. Um. <laughs> to be fair, I do play these games after I've tested them anyway. So I do have my own opinion outside of it anyway from like a consumer point of view consumer is that really bad to say player consumer is such a consumer is such a weird word right like just the the thought of like consuming a game there's something (laughs) about it um and i like i mean i know it's it's just what the term is but yeah again just it's it's a bizarre term um so like again (laughs) as, as a player let's let's go with that um so playing playing it after the fact, um, I mean, you you obviously don't get to play through the full game doing QA. You'd be more focused on individual parts with different people, or do you play through like the whole thing? We have to play through the whole thing. Um, you need to make sure it works. You need to make sure yeah. when it does fall into the hands of people around the world playing it that you know they can get from A to B, B to C. So it has to be tested like the whole thing. So. Oh, you know what I meant is like so like there'd be like a group of people on one part of the game and a group another group of people on the other oh. part, or is it just kind of everyone just testing the whole thing at once to like get as many eyes on the entire thing? Um, yeah, it, you can split into areas quite a bit. Um, that does happen. Um, but yeah, it varies. <laughs> it just depends what you want to do at the time. Cool. So, um, and then after these gone, my the very last title I worked. Okay, so a title I did work on after these gone was Last of Us Two, um, and that was really good. That was when we were um, when we were at home as well, remote working. Um, so I got to cry at home, so I was really happy with that. I didn't nice. want to like yeah, cry actually, you could just like curl up, so. curl up in the bed in the corner, dark room, just shed some tears. I, 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 <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be the best way, like especially with something that's um. <laughs> so emotionally driven as um a series as the last of us um mm. how, how does that how does that go at work when you're working there you just have to like deal with the sobbing at the desks of like all these other people that are playing through certain parts so i know what you're up to <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Like it's it's weird how video games can make you like so emotionally invested as well. Um, you just have to deal with it. You have to just do what you gotta do. If you're gonna cry, it you've got people around you who this is like probably the best way to describe it. You've got people around you who love video games as much as you do. So if they know you are like heavily invested in like a franchise or you know a series, um, everyone on my team knew I love The Last of Us. They you know they knew how much I would like. I don't know. You know I love Last of Us. I'll die on this hill by myself if I have to. Um, so yeah, everyone knew. So like even if I had been crying in the office, people would have just been like, okay, whatever, <laughs> just just go cry like. No one would have said, are you okay? They would have just let me cry. So, you know. That's, that's not so bad. <laughs> you, you, you're not bothered. Yeah. You can cry. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, <laughs> so uh, anything anything after Last of Us 2 on, on the QA front? Nope. Nope. All right, cool. So <laughs> um, going from QA to producer um with obviously a, a different studio how did how did, how did this kind of fall into place for you it wasn't too different because there's quite a lot of things i do in a production setting that i've done in a qa setting um it goes back to again the communication the you know the meeting of like deadlines and stuff like that um the stuff that you would expect to see from a production side you learn a lot of those skills anyway in a QA setting. So it wasn't too much, like too bad. Um, Cause I, I, you know, I personally think I'm good at communicating. I'm talking to people, like I'm kind of like a people person. So I kind of get on with like different people. Um, so a lot of it, I just transferred over. Um, it, the only thing that was weird about it was not having a console in front of me and sitting down and like you know using it all day it was i do more of the like documenting and document documenting documenting documentation i do it much more with documentation and emails and reports rather than sitting in front of a game and breaking it so it felt kind of weird for like a week where i was like so what what am i testing today and it was like you don't test anymore and i was like oh yeah so what do I, oh. Okay, <laughs> it was just really weird. Like, so so so, uh, so so as 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 a producer, you're kind of like coordinating different groups. Um, you're obviously yeah, like, dealing with um with QA and like passing on information and just making sure that the whole machine just kind of kind of runs. Yeah, like so in QA, you give the developers the bugs, the bug reports, whereas now I'm the one who assigns the bugs to the developers and I'm like, oh, QA have found this issue and I'm going to pass it on to you. You know, it's it's not only me going, hey, I know you just fixed this, but I just broke it. Here's a bug. <laughs> so a little bit different. But, how, yeah. how, how well did that conversation go with you? go for you like like when you had to have like it's something that you, that you bought back like a few times that like couldn't be fixed <laughs> or hadn't been fixed yet it's not too bad i mean it's funny because like some devs would be like right this is perfect to fix it and qa will find a way to break it it's just we can do it we'll do it <laughs> it will do it somehow <laughs> if, if, if there's a will there's a way we'll, we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out um and so that was the, the producer on um you mostly working on a lawnmower lawn mowing simulator. Yes. Yes. Um, that's that's just launched. How does how does that feel now? 
you know what? The response is really cool. Um, which we we knew we'd already said this as a studio. It you know it might be like a niche market. Um, it's a simulator. It's lawn mowing. We didn't know what kind of response we were gonna get from it. Um, the team have done a fantastic job on it. It looks like 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 um graphically it looks beautiful. Um, there's so many things in that game that I didn't even know people could like physically model. I was like the castle was like when I was like taking like a tour on the castle, I was just like, this is so cool. Like, and this is coming from our studio. This is really cool. Um, and when we leading up to it, people were getting really excited about it. And then on launch day, it just completely blew up. Like we had like Yorkshire tea tweeting about it. Um, we had, uh, Twitch streamers tweeting about it, uh, tweeting about it and playing it. Um, it just got quite a huge positive response um and i think on steam i think it's about like i think it's on mostly positive now is like the um what's it called the review the, the tag oh, thing on the review the thumbs know, up cool, thumbs down thing yeah yeah it's got like a mostly positive which is you know on steam fantastic um so many funny reviews as well someone was like i can lawn mow my lawn naked and not have the cops called on me and i was just like what? <laughs> that's a very <laughs> very precise situation i mean maybe it's... maybe dlc uh, <laughs> it, just, it in, just... just add in just add in a naked skin as as a as a um <laughs> as a dlc bonus or something yep. brilliant set um so yeah so the simulator games um are very interesting because like you said they are they are very they are very they are very niche um mm -hmm. we used to have a, a, a bit of a running joke here on the podcast when we did, we covered a lot of news um about uh farming simulator and we, we were going to start up our own league and then we found out there was actually like a professional league for farming sim we're like huh that's that that is insane <laughs> um and like, it's it's obviously not a game that um is in my wheelhouse as much but it was really interesting to see people i knew knew know play this as well and like having a really good time with it i can kind of i can kind of understand the the kind of cathartic enjoyment of going around and mowing i hate mowing my lawn i fucking despise it <laughs> um <laughs> i'm in queensland there's bogs and cane toads everywhere it's terrible um mm -hmm. would not recommend um <laughs> but I can I can see how that could be that could be very relaxing for someone like the the, the satisfaction of getting that kind of that perfect mo as well um, and doing all the cool patterns and stuff. I'm I'm sure there's um has there been any lawn art done yet? Has that something that's um, come through? Yeah, there's there was one person who had done like a sort of like checkerboard style lawn, and we were just like, oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> have you done that? Um, yeah, there was a few things I can't really. I think someone wrote help in the grass. I don't know why, but I seen like a picture of it floating around on the internet and I was just like, why help? I don't know if it was like help mow my lawn or something. So <laughs> I was like, okay, sure, we'll go with it. Um I'm pretty sure someone's done a crop circle as well. Um it reminds me of that film signs with the aliens and there's like those crop circles yep. on the floor. Yeah, so that there was that. Um yeah, mainly people really like invest time in doing stripes so it seems to be stripes is the thing stripes to go for. is a thing um, 
There you go. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen like <laughs> when I played soccer, you'd see the stripes on the field. I always, I always, I could never figure out how they actually did it. Um, well, I did ask about this because um, I was uh, trying to figure out how to do my garden. Um, like, I don't know, nice. Because I used to have like a really overgrown garden and then I'd look next door and they'd have like stripes and they would be really nice. So I just asked in um, our work chat and was like, how do you do stripes? And apparently it's something to do with, um, if you've got like the lower to the ground or something. I'm going to be completely wrong now, but I think it was like something to do with how low it was or how low the deck was on certain lawnmowers or something like that. Um, right. But it sounded just really simple. Um, or it might have been a certain direction you go with the lawnmower. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but I did learn how to do it and I thought it was really cool. Um, I should probably read that chat again because my grass needs doing. So, um, but yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. Mainly stripes. So, mainly um, stripes and checkerboards. Mainly stripes and checkerboards. Interesting for people going for the name. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see someone do some kind of reincarnation of Bob Ross's paintings somehow. <laughs> um, just like with different lengths. I mean, I can't even figure out stripes. So yeah. I'm sure that, that, I mean, there's some incredibly talented people out there. I'm sure they'll figure something out. Um, so yeah. now, now that, now that that's launched, um, it's all pretty well done. Are you guys, um, I, I'm not going to ask you if you're working on DLC, stuff like that. Is there stuff coming out that you're still working on for that? Um, so obviously I can't say anything about that. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be switching jobs in three weeks, so I am currently done with Lone Mowing Sim, which is really sad, um, so I wouldn't have any further knowledge of it anyway. Um, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I hope... Okay. Can you, can... I do hope we see, we see cool stuff coming out of the studio, because it's really cool, so I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm really proud. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you can't talk about what's next either, can you? I'm going to leave it until the three weeks and then just announce that's, it when it's that's, all that's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, won't, I, I, won't, I won't, I won't, press you on, on that one. Um, but so, so, so going, going forward in, um, your career through, through the industry, what are you, what are you excited to do? Um, is there any, any dream projects you'd like to work on? I mean, I know with gaming, it's a little bit like it's either a franchise or a new IP um, kind of deal, but are there any, any positions or anything you kind of, you're kind of gunning towards anything like career aspiration wise? I think the next change that I'm going to next month is probably the thing I would like to do the most um, with franchises and stuff. I don't know. I mean, the games that I really I'm like heavily invested on I've already spent time with. Like Horizon was like one of my favourite games, so was The Last of Us. And uh, you know, to actually have worked on like Last of Us and stuff in Horizon, it's I feel like I've I've done some amazing stuff. Um franchises and I think it'd be quite fun to work on Dead by Daylight. I really love that game. I think it's great. <laughs> um Yeah, it is a fun love- game. Yeah, the team are very creative as well. Um, I love their community manager. I don't know who the community manager is, but there was... I remember when there was something to do with the map being green um, on the car... God, I can't even remember the name of the map now. 
I, I do love Dead by Daylight. I just can't remember the maps. Um, <laughs> and it was like a green fog, and the community were going wild about this green, and this community manager just kept making the scene more greener and greener. And there was just this thread going on, and I was like, "You're such a good community manager. You're funny." <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just so I can see what would be fun. I don't know. There's just, yeah. I think I'm what, happy with what, what I have delved into. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. That, 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 that's really cool. Um, so well, let 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 let's continue on that thread of of games you love. Um. What are, what are you playing at the moment? I know you were talking about Final Fantasy earlier when we were trying to um, figure out what the fuck was going on with my <laughs> microphone. Uh. Um, so, I've been playing Warcraft for the past, like, good few years, but I've recently... I, I, it's a bit of a sore subject at the moment in the community and the industry, um, but I've jumped over to Final Fantasy now, um, which is really cool. I used to play it a while ago, with a different like group of people but um they've sort of like moved on from final fantasy now um so i've been playing final fantasy a lot um i'm really enjoying it again th whenever the update stuff is just really fun updates um i've managed to get my warcraft guild to like come over to final fantasy as well so we've made the guild oh, again nice. on yeah on final fantasy um i also play league of legends um, I do jump into Dead by Daylight um, a bit, and most recently as well because Quake has had an update. It's co-op, and it looks like it's how like you know the graphics have been redone, so it doesn't look like um, the original anymore. If that makes sense. Okay, right. Yeah, I haven't. Um, um, I've seen. I've seen stuff yeah. on on Twitter about it. I haven't um, had a chance to, to delve in and, and update it. I don't think I even have it on this PC. I had it on my old PC <laughs> because it was about the only thing my old PC would run that I could stream at the same time <laughs> back when I started. Um, yeah. So I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to have a look at that because um, I do quite enjoy Quake. It's some glorious, glorious chaos. I do like it. It's good. <laughs> well, it was... Um, the update was free as well if you owned it. So it was a nice surprise to just log in and be like, oh, we can do co-op now on Quake. So... I've been enjoying playing Quake and getting all the like achievements and stuff, so that's really fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, I got Scarlet Nexus as well, which is really cool. Um, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard good yeah. things. Um, yeah, it's nice. Uh, the, the, you, can, <laughs> you can you can skate on trains. Um, some pretty crazy shit going on there, which I which is always fun. Very um, it reminds me a lot of um, Devil May Cry. Yeah, which is a series yeah. I really, 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 really like. Um, yeah. Five was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what? I want to jump back a bit because I, I like being all over the place. It's good fun. Keeps you on your toes. Um, where, where, where did you start as as a gamer? Where, where like little little Christina? Where, where did that all kick off? <laughs> what, what got what um, got you into it? My sister. Which is a weird one because she doesn't really game anymore. Um, she has bought my niece Nintendo Switch though, and my niece Isla she loves Pokemon now, um, and she's just started playing the Lego games as well, which is pretty good. Um, so she started to like be a little gamer now, so I'm really happy with that. But she is way ahead in like Pokemon Sword and Shield than I am and stuff, so she'll like tell me about all the cool stuff she's done, and I'm like, I'm not even there yet, but you're doing good. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> It's actually my sister who got me into games. Um, 
the earliest like memory I have of like getting into them was we had like a PlayStation One. Um, this is like I have such a bad memory, so this is all I can really remember. Um, so we had the PlayStation One, or rather my sister did, and she would play a lot of um, Silent Hill, Resident Evil. Um, it's probably her fault why I'm such a big fan of Resident Evil. I mean, I won't play the new ones because they are terrifying now, um, but I will play the old ones, um, like Code Veronica and stuff like that. I enjoy playing them again. Um, so she was a big fan of Resident Evil, Silent Hill, uh, Clock Tower as well was one of them. Um, so she enjoyed all the horror games. And I used to... My mum doesn't... I think she knows now, but she didn't know it back then. Um, I used to sneak up to her room I went while she was playing Resident Evil. And I think I was like 10 or something, or maybe like younger. And I'd just sit there with a blanket and just watch her play Resident Evil. She would give like give me the pads occasionally to like have a go, but I'd get like a little bit freaked out by some of the like the dogs breaking <laughs> through windows and stuff. Um but yeah, she sort of she whenever she got a new video game, I'd be up there playing the PlayStation with her. Um whenever a new console came out, she'd get it. So I think my sister is mostly the reason why I'm into games. Um she eventually went off and to do <clears throat> to do science, so she's a biochemist now. And I think that my mum kind of wanted me to go in the same direction because I did science and stuff in um, school. But then I was just I just thought, you know what, I love playing games and if there's a career in this, this is probably what I want to do. Uh, and apparently there is, so yeah, that worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, amazing, yeah. It's amazing the things you can find at 1am. Um. But, yeah. yeah. I don't, th- I don't even know if I would have found that job if I wasn't up at 1am on that specific day, so... You never know. One AM. Do you do your job say just late? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean like, I, I think like I've I've worked in I've worked in hospitality for far too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been about twenty years. And so I'm 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 kind of wired to be to be up late now. So I yeah. I, I don't I find like I'll, I'll get home from work. I'm still kinda of wound up from service, blah 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 blah. And I'm not I'm getting home at like 11 11 30 at night so i don't go to sleep till like three and so i, I like <laughs> the, the, there's, there's this three hour gap where i don't know what to do because everyone's asleep um so it's really hard to do productive things around the house without waking people up yeah so it's i mean it's just video games or just like in front of the tv just like, uh. <laughs> yeah Oh, reading. I think reading's probably one of the quietest thing you can do, but it depends how much you like reading, I guess. So, I used, I used, I used to really like it. Um, not so much anymore. I don't know why. I prefer. I do. I do like audiobooks. Um, but um, I I have struggled with reading paper for a while. I think it's like getting yeah. comfortable with the book, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> yeah. makes things weird. Um, I, I, I think, know. I, I, I'm envious of people that can sit there with a with a with a paperback and get comfortable. I don't know how they manage I mean, it. I think one of the the best things I've done in the past two years was we have a women in games book club. Um, so I used to read anyway, but joining a book club has helped because you ha- you're with people who like love talking about books, and then they'll recommend something, and you'll be like, oh, I want to go read that. So. Joining a book club was definitely one of the things that really helped, like, get into reading a bit more. Um, so, yeah. If anyone is looking to, like, read more, join a book club. It it works. It helps. It's great. 
and you can just like geek out other books so yeah <laughs> nice um you mentioned you mentioned women in games which is something i hadn't actually um gone over um you're an ambassador you're an ambassador for that um mm-hmm. how did i mean how did you how did, how did you get into that or how, how did you get into that for that place um so when I first started PlayStation, there was a woman I worked with called Michelle Tilly, and she was a Women in Games ambassador. And I remember asking her about the program, like I was like, "Oh wow, that's really cool that you're an ambassador." Um, and she would like tell me about it and stuff. And there was a like and a link to join up, and I didn't feel like I was ready because I'd only just joined the industry. I didn't feel like I knew my stuff yet, or you know, a lot about women in games in the industry anyway so I left it for like two years and then I just went back to it and decided you know what this is something I would like to be involved in um and I just did a bit more research and stuff applied and then got to be an ambassador so it was really cool <laughs> cool um yeah. do you have any do you, like as, as an ambassador do you like is there any specific um things you, you need to do um as as, as that kind of role you need to be active like you need to stay active within your role as an ambassador so we do things like coffee breaks um which are like so some of the ones that i've done um for example be i did a presentation on accessibility in video games so there's a few people who joined and they wanted to learn a bit more about accessibility some of the charities that are involved like special effect um they're like probably one of the biggest charities um and then, you know, other companies that support the charities, like Inside Coin and stuff like that. And then there was obviously the accessibility in video games. And it was handy as well because The Last of Us had just been released and people were, you know, praising the accessibility. And I could actually, like, look at, you know, different examples online, on Reddit, on Twitter, and, like, pull them into my presentation. So I was kind of really happy that was, like, perfect timing. Um, and then another one I did was just when it was like very covid heavy and you know a lot of people are feeling a bit like rubbish about staying at home and stuff so just had like a jackbox party i was like if anyone wants to come just log in at this time and i'll play jackbox with you so um it's just the really like fun stuff like that it can be educational it can be just for fun um or it can just be something you're really passionate about and you just want to talk about um so yeah being active and doing like coffee breaks is a really good way to make sure you're just still involved um and we've got the women in games satellite festival coming up soon as well and a game jam so we get involved with stuff like that um which is really cool and yeah we just like talk to people do presentations talks yeah that's really cool That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so for, for, for people that were looking to, to get into that, um, where, where would they find that kind of information? Um, it would just be on the Women in Games um, link. I think it's literally just... Yeah, womenandgames.org. It's literally just womenandgames.org. But we have like Twitter pages and stuff as well. Um, and there's also a Discord. Um, I think that is linked on the website anyway. Um, but yeah, all the information is on that website, so... That's where you'll find it, and that's cool. where you can sign up. Awesome, well. <laughs> excellent. Love, I love to see that stuff. I mean, it's um, it's it's good to see um, you know, women in gaming, especially now with everything that's been going on with the industry the last couple of years, because it's been an absolute fucking nightmare. 
Um, it's good, it's good to see that kind of activity out there and people really supporting movement games. I think it's great. Um, a big year in games this year. Um, you looking forward to anything coming up? Oh, Horizon Forbidden West. That's exciting. That does um, look really good. I saw the trailer the other day. <laughs> it looks amazing. Um, the new Saints Row. I I used to love Saint, Saints Row and that trailer. I didn't even recognize it as Saints Row, so I was like, "That's very cool." Um, Kina Bridge of Spirits as well. That's one I'm so excited for. Absolutely gutted it got delayed, but delayed means a better gameplay experience. So that's absolutely fine. Um, oh God, there was just so many things at Gamescom as well. It was just like boom. Here's I haven't this, even this, caught this, up this. with Gamescom <laughs> yet. It was like last week, and I'm like, I was like, oh, I, I, I turned around because I. I've got a few friends that cover cover the news and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, games comes next week." I'm like, "Cool, cool." And then it kind of <laughs> went, and I'm like, "Now there, there's like eight different games I need to go look at and and updates and all this kind of stuff." Like, oh man, it's, it's there's so much. It's like oh. um, my backlog just just keeps getting bigger and bigger because um, there's all these all these games coming out in the next in the next twelve months, and I'm just, I don't yeah. my wallet's crying. I think last uh, <clears throat> last was uh, Life is Strange, um, Colors comes out in like oh, I don't know what like twenty days or something. I don't know something really soon. Um, but that's so exciting. I oh, I love Life is Strange. It's so emotional, but it's so good. Um, and Doki V as well. That trailer. Like me, and my my boyfriend were just immersed in this trailer. We were like, wow, that's so cool. What is it? <laughs> but like really good. <laughs> So that looks really good. I want to play that. Um, yeah, there are so many things coming out that I just I want to play. There's just too many games, yeah. not enough time. I think. All <laughs> right, we need to. We we need to. I've I've been an advocate for this for a while now. I need to just extend the day by another 24 hours, so yeah. I can spend like 24 hours working, mm-hmm. and the other 24 hours just, just playing games. Playing yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd, that'd be I great. That. Just shorten the, shorten the work week, pay me more, let me yeah. work less hours, and <laughs> we'll be set. Fantastic. I'm for that. Yeah, because you, you tend to go to work, and then when you come home, you're like, oh, I've only got two hours to play games. And those two hours go by so fast. So, yeah, I'm all oh, for do, that. Especially, especially when you're tired, too. Like You get home, you're like, I've got two hours to like play games. And then you're like, <laughs> you, you, you like fall asleep halfway through that. You feel so robbed. Yep. I know, yeah. And then at weekends, sometimes people ask you to do stuff when you're just like, oh, I just want to play games. But then you go out anyway because friends. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't have so it all, so. Going out yeah. or, you know, going on podcasts that um can't remember what time it is in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We, we made this one, so it's all good. We, it's okay. We, we, we got here eventually. Um. Quick, quick backstory. I, I may have got, I may have arranged a time uh, with Christina earlier on. And it's, it's really funny because a couple of weeks ago, a mate of mine who has another podcast had issues with time zones and a guest. And I'm like, why don't you just use World Time Buddy? It's your best friend. It'll sort everything out. You don't even need to think about it. And here I am, like two weeks later, just eating my humble pie very fucking quietly. To be fair, though, I was, I was going out with my friend. Um, and because the podcast was like early in the morning, I actually got up early and got ready and got changed. And I texted Rachel and she was like, 
oh, okay, I'll come get you in a minute then. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it kind of oh, well. was a good it was a good thing anyway. Like, so I got to go out early and spend more money quicker. So mm, it worked out, I guess. Um, <laughs> so. you're, 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 you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> It's, 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 it's what we're here for you know um always 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 happy to help um christina it is it's been fantastic absolutely fantastic chatting to you um thank you for when inviting we, when we me did get here and, and when, once we once we finally finally got through all the audio shenanigans um i'll see if any of those clips are salvageable to throw in a blooper reel at the start or something uh, <laughs> it'd just be you talking to me just like nope <laughs> Nope, 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 and then just me just crying in a corner. Um, so for for those for those listening at home, um, where can where can where can they find you? The things you're doing, the things you're working on. I mean, not that you can talk about them, but you know, where where, where can we where can we look forward to your? Where can we find where you take your next adventures in the gaming industry? Um, I'm on Twitter, and I guess LinkedIn. I don't really use it that much though. But Twitter's the main hub where I just talk to everyone and post things and pets and stuff like that so yeah swear um my handle is at spidey cat with an x on the end because someone took spidey cat so you know oh <gasps> rude, I know. rude. <laughs> it's at an x on the end there was like <laughs> yeah, have you contacted okay. them and said excuse me can we like swap and like you have the x i don't even think the um the twitter account is active either which you know, it's just a private account, and it's got, yeah, it's it's got no followers, so I don't know. Yeah, well, they're the it's worst cool. kind of people. Yeah, I'm gonna it's, write it's them cool. a very very <laughs> angry DM. Hey, you need to you need to be my friend. This handle now. Um, I won't because they'll probably block me. And I don't want to go to jail for abuse. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for um for tuning in this week. Um, if you you want to find the podcast, I mean. We're 135 episodes deep. If you don't know where we are by now, you should figure it out. We're on Twitter at Left Pod, Instagram to Left Thumbs Podcast. You can also find the video version of this up on our YouTube channel, which you can find at Two Left Thumbs dot online. Um, once again, thank you for listening, Christina. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me yep. and and telling me all the wonderful secrets behind QA and and producing. And everyone else, I will um, I'll chat at you next week. Bye. No anymore. All right. Okay. So we we're we're still here. We're good. I think. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. All right. You watch. It'll, it'll cut out the second I start doing the intro. Probably. I, I just. Think it's crossed. I, <laughs> toes everything's fucking crossed right now <laughs> it seems like i'm coming through okay so like i'm, I'm getting probably reading waves on the thing are your are yours coming up on yours like the the waveforms down the bottom uh, when you speak hello hello uh no they're not but they were before Okay, no, they're just really quiet. That's fine. I can adjust that in post. That's cool. I can see the little spikes there. Um, okay. Sometimes it records people really quietly. Anyway, while we've got this going. <gasps> Sing. <laughs>